Uh, all right, we ready? Let's run it, kid. Week eight, baby. Nick, Nick and Bean Pod, NFL 2023. And I feel incredible, Nick. I feel fantastic. How are you Somebody feeling? Hot. I'm feeling good, man, but somebody's hot. Somebody had a run this week. Did you lose at I, all? Anything? I didn't lose anything this week. Everything went perfectly. We'll get to that in a second because we've got Rod. I love he's already interacting. He needs money for his Columbia getaway. What games does he need to bet on, Rod? Good thing you're here, brother, because I got you covered <laughs> tonight. I'm the hottest gambler on planet Earth. Nick passed me all his powers, and I can't lose anymore. So before we get into it, before we get to the recap, can you see the hat? Custom merch, the greatest sponsor in the history of the world, Diet Smoke, THC, CBD, Delta 8, Delta 9, Nick's ripping it, pens, vapes, gummies. It's just delightful. It's absolutely delightful. 20% off code Nick and Bean, as always. Nick doesn't need – I don't think he needs that anything because we do this every week because they're the greatest sponsor known to man. You know what We live got. this product. So the greatest product. They've got yep. drinks. They've got – uh, edibles, they got drinks, got drinks, whatever you want. They've got, they got stuff to help you sleep. Um, I'm going to talk to them. I'm about to drop a little hint. I think I got a new product. I think I got a new oh. product. We'll, well drop it next. They'll week listen. The they'll listen to you. I'm excited to hear about that. Let's get into the recap. Yeah. Three and zero in my best bets. You laughed at me when I took the Colts. They should have won yeah. outright. They still covered. You laughed at me when I took the Giants. They won outright. No, 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 no. That one, I think I was on. I think I was with you on that one. Not like I want to bet the Giants, but good. When I took Kirk Cousins in prime time and he smacked the 49ers. I would have never never bet that. I would have never bet that or the Colts. The Giants, I can see. They won outright. They won outright. All these teams basically won outright except the Colts, and they should have won outright. Also, on top of it, 6-0 and in fantasy, two epic comebacks, which we talked about if you were on the YouTube a little while ago, but just an incredible week. Nick, I know you came back to earth finally after yeah. you know your multiple weeks of going undefeated. What did yeah. you look like last week? I went 1-2, and two, so just under 500, had the teaser. Thankfully, the Chiefs, the chalky play came through. Um, the Chiefs the came Chiefs through. Yep. Great. The Chiefs are looking great, man. Um, there was a couple shockers. Impact players. Where- yeah, yeah. There was a couple shockers last week, um, including the ones you bet. But there were some other shockers that, like, re- like the Detroit game, they they played horrible. Um, I did expect the Ravens to play good, but I didn't expect Detroit to no show entirely and score like six points the whole game. That was crazy. You know I mean? That was crazy. Um, so there was that. Um, but yeah, fantasy went one and two as well. Somehow banked a win in your league. Uh, I thought I was going to lose that one. When I when I looked at it on Sunday, but ended up binking a win in that one, so saved me from going fully de- uh, fully defeated, not undefeated, from going yeah, undefeated yeah, two yeah. weeks in a row. Almost went fully defeated, but got uh, both a win in fantasy and uh, uh, what do In pe- uh, pod picks, love it. All right, yeah. let's hop so into one and two it. Two and one and three. One and two. Oh, one and two and one and three. Got it. All right. Impact players from week seven. Started off yeah. with your chalky play, and Mahomes finally, finally, finally went absolutely off. Uh, I think it was 400 yards, 424 yards, four touchdowns. They uh, they look great, and you know what? If this defense keeps playing like they are, this team is is uh, they, they may be unstoppable. And you know what? Uh, you know, the Chiefs really haven't had any receivers. You know, we've all been saying that they actually scooped back up Nicole Hardman, which isn't that big a deal. The bigger deal is Rashi Rice may be legit. And if he is legit, sure. caught a touchdown, looks fantastic. They just need someone who's decent to go along next to Kelsey, another solid receiver. And uh, they look great, though. Well, give me your thoughts on the game. Yeah, so they had – like you said, Mahomes had 424, 32 for 42, four touchdowns, one interception. Kelsey had 12 receptions, a monster, 179 monster. yards. He had 14.7 yards average per reception, which is pretty huge for someone that large. 
you'll you might see that from like a speedy guy that's just an over the top threat, but for someone his size to be averaging fourteen point seven yards on the route, yeah, huge. Um, they're now number one in the league in passing yards per attempt, and they are number two. They pulled right below the Dolphins in uh, passing yards per game. They're at two eighty five. The Dolphins are at three hundred. So they are just about the most potent offense in the league. Not quite the Dolphins, but just about the most potent offense in the league. Mahomes on that MVP tear, which campaign, which he's been on every year for the last few years. Six and one leading the AFC. Mahomes is your first impact player. Deservedly. So Uh, next we got AJ Brown, absolute monster five games in a row over 125 plus yards. He had 10 catches, 137 yards, and he shredded the dolphins Looked great doing it. He actually got kind of dinged up and came out of the game for a second, came right back in, caught a big pass, caught a touchdown, sealed the game with a big pass. There's yeah. really not much to say besides he's been just incredible this season so far. He's been dominant. Um, I'm not the hugest A.J. Brown fan, but he's he's kind of making me one this year. You know what I mean? It's, you it's can't hard deny to deny him more. right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I, yep. I, it was so, a tough choice between uh, him and Nakua, which receiver I wanted to go with. But Nakua caught an L and didn't score a touchdown. Easy, easy uh, handover to not AJ Brown. Yep. Puka had a big game as well. But AJ is, uh, you know, besides Tyreek right now, um, you know, it, it's tough to make a case for anyone else in fantasy and maybe in real life, you know, with Jefferson on the sideline chase and burrow whatever they're doing aj brown has really ascended to the top of that list uh next guy you've got you actually put this one down kenneth walker the third he actually goes by ken now uh don't know why (laughs) he had another 100 yard game and he uh he looks really good the seahawks are a solid team he looks like one of the best seven or eight running backs in the league right now give me your thoughts on ken walker yeah i feel like he's one of those sneaky guys I don't really hear him in any of the conversations for top running backs. Um, running back's been a weird position to me, at least the last couple of years, where uh, it used to be like, okay, there's five guys. They're the best every year. You know what I mean? Uh, yep. And it's sort of changed up. I mean, there's still Christian – Christian. Christian – I can't talk. Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> there's still like – there's mm-hmm. a few guys that are studs. But outside of like one or two guys, it, the, the landscape on running backs has changed entirely in the league. And Kenneth Walker is a good example of kind of like a no name that's just solidly solidly producing week after week. Yep. A lot of people expected uh, Charbonnet to take a big role in that offense. Not happening so far. He's a clear cut back. And if we if we redrafted fantasy today, he'd be uh, probably a late first, early second round pick. Next guy. Speaking of a no name running back, he always seems to show up when there's an injury. Deontay Foreman. He had uh, 89 yards rushing, two touchdowns. He added his first career receiving touchdown. I sat him in a fantasy league. Thankfully, I got lucky. It didn't cost me a win, but he just he he always looks good when he gets opportunities. The Bears, who I actually bet as well, I didn't give them out on the uh, the pod picks, but they absolutely demolished the Raiders. They killed them. Tyson Badgett came in, did decent things, and Deontay Foreman took him all the way. So I'm shocked. So what I want to look up right there, because I feel like he's been all over the league, I was like, how old is Deontay Foreman? How old do you think he is? 29. He's 27, dog. I thought he was like 34. I thought he was like 33 by now. I think so. I believe this is just off the top of the head. Don't quote me, but I believe he was yeah. drafted by the Texans and he had two really bad injuries, which set him back. And he really didn't do much till he backed up Derrick Henry a few years back and he balled out when Henry was hurt. Then he goes mm-hmm. to Carolina last year and went on an absolute tear to finish the season. Chicago signs him. They don't even really play him. They wouldn't have played him unless Khalil, Khalil Herbert got hurt, and then Roshan Johnson had a four-week concussion. So he's just always ready to go when you need him. You just Wait, Whenever uh, you need Foreman, he is ready. Did I hear you right? Did you say a four-week concussion? I might have been exaggerating, but he's missed the last two games because of the concussion. Okay. okay. So yep. that, how so, hard did they hit shout the dude out to Deont- Golly. Shout out to Deontay Foreman. That wraps up impact players from last week. 
Let's yeah. get in to a huge week eight in the NFL. Basically, yes, not quite the halfway, but almost the halfway. BX Damone's in the building. What's going on, brother? Happy week eight to you as well. It's a beautiful week. We got a good game coming on soon. Let's get into the marquee matchups for week eight. We got some good matchups. Uh, Nick has been writing these down. So if any of you don't believe these are some of these are actually marquee matchups, I don't blame you. First one, <laughs> kiss my ass. The New Orleans, the New Orleans Saints are traveling to the Indianapolis Colts. The Colts are minus one and a half. The over under is forty four. Let me see if that's changed. It, uh, yeah. So that's changed big time since we wrote this out. So it was Colts really? by one and a half. It's moved all the way to Saints minus one. So it's moved two yeah. and a half points. Um, that's which, the right side. That's where it should have went. You think? Okay. All right. So yeah. Saints are minus one. Over under is forty four. Nick, you're already talking. Give me your give me your feeling on this game. Yeah. So Gardner Minshew. If you look at his splits versus zone and versus man-to-man coverage, he plays significantly better against man. And last week, what we saw was a team that plays a whole lot of man coverage. This week, the Saints actually also do play a lot of man coverage, but I think that I think that defense is stout enough to kind of run it against a, a quarterback with the of the stature of Gardner Minshew. But um, so I think that it. It is a strength of his that they are going to play man, but I don't think it's enough. I think the Saints are a much better team. Gardner Minshew, at best, can play maybe average. So maybe his maybe he doesn't turn the ball over three times or five times this week, but his the best output that he has is about average, and I think the Saints have enough to get it done. I was close to having a bet in this one. We'll, maybe we'll see later if I uh, pull the trigger on that. It wouldn't Here's be a sign. what we know. Here's what we know about Gardner Minshew at this point, Nick, is we don't know who the fuck we're going to get week in and week out. We may get a guy who puts up 500 yards of offense on the Cleveland Browns, who's the best defense in the league, or we may get a guy who sucks. Okay, It's been total flip-flop. He's swinging back and forth. It makes no sense. Uh, They've got some good young receivers. Pittman's playing good. Josh Downs is playing good. Uh, They've got Jonathan. Putting Josh Downs in the bandle last week. I did put Josh Downs in your Fanduel. We'll talk about that when we get there. But they got Jonathan Taylor back as well. Zach Moss is running great. This is such a tough game to pick. I can Question see you. either team winning. I, it is such a tough game. I don't have a side on this game. I would lean under, if anything, which is a total of 44. Okay. But this is a tough game. Tough game. Question to you on John Taylor, because I've been pretty interested in that situation. I know they didn't trade him. He wanted out. Um, he's not going to tank his performance. He's got to put on good tape. But what do you think no. of that whole situation with, uh, with with Jonathan Taylor not really wanting to be there? Do you think he can really perform at his at his best in a situation like you that? Gotta, well, you got to get better internet, first of all, because you're cutting in now. It's your internet. I've got the fastest <laughs> internet in the world. It is 100%. I've got the greatest internet to ever Be- live. Be- do you hear me or what? We'll talk to oh, the people. We, you're you're, you're in that we, we can hear you nonstop. You just your vid your video keeps cutting in and out. No, that's no, no. that's what I'm smooth. talking about. The video is smooth. All right. Yeah. Uh, what was your what was your question? <laughs> Distracted. Um, the question was with Jonathan Taylor with this situation. Want oh, to be out? Jonathan Taylor it. is going to play. He's going to play well like he's been playing the last couple weeks. He's going to get 60 to 70% of the work. And Zach Moss, if he keeps running like he is, they're not going to deny him opportunities. He's too good. He's playing too well. I don't know what he's done in the last year to become the person he is because he was dog shit in Buffalo. He was terrible. But he looks like he got that James Conner juice, and he's running incredibly. So this is a tough game. He's a little heavier. Uh, He got Probably, probably. Without All right, so that's that's New Orleans at Indy. Next game we've got on the card, we've got the Philadelphia Eagles laying six and a half in Washington. The over-under is 43 and a half. Philly coming off a big game, smacking us Dolphins on Sunday night. We won't mention that they got – we had 12 penalties and they had zero. That doesn't matter. Uh, but this is a divisional matchup, and if you remember the last game they played, uh, it was in Philly. Philly was like 10-point favorites, and it went to overtime. And they diced Philly up. McLaurin had a game. Curtis Samuel had a game. They were playing really well. So this is a tough one to bet. How are you feeling about this game? 
I'm not feeling the same way. So it's moved to a cheap seven on Philly. Um, I believe that they dominate this, dominate this game. Um, I do think that they're possibly – it is an off week. They're playing in Washington, but that team is very bad. That Washington Commanders team, they do have a defensive line that's pretty good. But um, would I bet Philly minus seven? No, but I would tease the hell out of it. Um, I don't think there's any chance that this week they get caught on some on some sleepy on some sleepy look ahead stuff. So I do have Philly in a teaser. I'd, something just shot into my brain, and I have yeah. another pod pick. So I will wait to break this game down more when we get to yeah. pod picks. But this okay. game will be in my pod picks. I'm not going to tell you what side right now. Rod, thank you for clarifying. He says he says everything's good on your end. Your internet's probably still kind of shitty, but that's all right. My, that's all right. My shit, my shit is crisp, nigga. But all, all right, right, so next sure it Go ahead. Next marquee matchup, Rams plus six and a half at Dallas Cowboys. Um, we've got the Rams who have been playing well and playing above expectations, and we've got the Dallas Cowboys with that strong defensive line. Um whatchamacallit, Matt Stafford does not play well under pressure this year. He has been doing horribly in that in that sense. And the Dallas Cowboys have one of the guys that's best at it. Um, I took this game, I bet the under is at 45 and a half. Um, I think there's no way. The, also, the Rams have a great defensive line. I don't know if you heard of a guy named Aaron Donald or not. Um, the I have. So, yeah, I think that is enough with the with, – with the over under to 45 and a half, the average scoring on the league right now is 44, something like that, maybe 43 and change with the, uh, the endings on games. So if, if they're expecting an above average scoring game, I'm telling them they are wrong. All right. Breaking news. I don't, Oh, let's see if we can get it in. We've got, Oh, EJ's given out an incredible, basketball parlay and the nba is back and i'm just gonna let everyone know that we will be having ej our good friend and the king of basketball parlays will start coming on this pod straight from the farm and be giving out plays at some point in the next few weeks if you can't if you're not with us on youtube d'angelo russell under five and a half assists grayson allen over one and a half assists and you two watananabe is that right i don't know over 0.53 so just to make one three EJ, we appreciate you, brother, and uh, we can't wait to get you on. So this game, this uh, Rams game, yeah, uh, it's plus six and a half. Uh, Dallas is laying six and a half. The over-under is 45 and a half. Yeah. I am shocked by how much money has come in on the Cowboys early. The, the, uh, the public is all over the Cowboys, and I don't have a play on this game, but I don't know how you can lay a touchdown with the Cowboys right now. The Rams are a solid team. They are Dan- – uh, Daryl Henderson, I mean, this guy came off his couch and rushed for whatever in a couple scores. Uh, Puka-Cooper Cup combo is fantastic. Without Trayvon Diggs, how are they going to guard that? You know, obviously, the interior lines, there's an edge to the Cowboys, but Tyron Smith is hurt, and like you said, Aaron Donald's tough to guard. This could be a close game. I wouldn't be surprised to see the Rams jump out to a lead, and we all know how the Cowboys act under pressure. So this is a really tough game. I think the line should be more like four and a half, five. But hey, they're probably, you know, they're probably going to see a lot of teasers. Vegas is with the Cowboys, which would scare me if that's one of your bets. So yeah. that's my thoughts on that's my thoughts on that game. My question on this game: If you had out of these two bets, which would you make? Right? Would you make Dallas as a teaser leg down? Or would you prefer Rams plus six and a half? Which one of those sides? Would you definitely, definitely the six and a half. I, I agree, hundred percent. I think that tease is a sketchy tease, and you know I the agree. Cowboys though. You you'll know in the first five to eight minutes what's going to happen in this game. They tend to either run through these teams or they tend to lose close games. So you know they are a scary team to put in a teaser. We saw that with I mean remember they lost to the Cardinals. Everyone had them in 10 point teases and six and seven point teases. They lose outright as 13 point favorites. So they're a very sketchy team. Let's get on to maybe the best team in the history of football. The Miami Dolphins. Yes. We're coming off a loss. We're coming off a loss. It's all right. It was a fine game to lose. Philly's a good team. They got more calls than us, but we're not we're not people who blame the refs. 
fuck. I'm not a guy who blames yeah, the ref. I'm not, I'm not Didn't go our way, but they deserve to win that game. They played better than us. This is a big line. I don't think anyone expected this line to be this big, especially the Patriots uh, coming off the Patriots. You know, they, they had their best game of the season by far. They beat the Bills. We lose. You expect this game to maybe be six or seven. Dolphins are minus nine and a half at home. Over under is 47. And you know, I never bet. I'm not, a, I don't bet on my Dolphins, but I will no, tell man. you if there's a, if there's a side in this game, no, no, I never, I, I would never make it a bet. If, if someone else is betting this game, the Dolphins are the side. The Dolphins are the side. Tua owns the Patriots. Mac Jones, yeah, he had a good game last week. We know who he is. He's a fucking garbage man. He's an AT&T yeah, think, salesman. He's not I an NFL quarterback. Week, I think last week speaks more to how uh, banged up and poor we're going to see the, the Bills off or the Bills defense for the rest of the year. With Milano out, with the secondary pieces hurt, I think that's really what what showed for Mac Jones in that performance last week. Yeah, I think we match up well with the Patriots. We already beat them once this year. We know they're going to limit our big plays. We know we're going to have to be more methodical with our drives. But Tua can do it. Our defense loves playing Mac Jones. They always seem to play well. I expect a strip sack from Chubb or Phillips. I expect our – I don't know if we're getting our corners back. I don't think we need them in this game. I'd say rest them. Um, But – I'm not gonna. I, I would never bet this game, but if I would, I I wouldn't be surprised if everyone hops on that Patriots because it's such a big number and the Dolphins blow them out. Yeah, so Patriots. Um, the Patriots have to be the public side. While you talk, I'm gonna look it up. What what's happening so far? So yeah, thankfully it's a home game. It's not quite as hot as, as it normally would be down here, um, so it's not gonna be that difficult of a road game. I would say. Except for the fact that the Dolphins are a pretty damn good team. Outside of that, it won't like the the conditions won't be too terrible for them. Um, Tyreek Hill might miss. I think that does affect the game, but I don't think that affects the game to the point where we lose or win. He's but already, I do think he's already confirmed playing. Already confirmed. He's confirmed playing. He said it today. He's okay. fine. He just needed a day. His hip was sore. He's playing 100. percent Okay. Okay. Because that would make a difference to me. Um, nine and a half. I think that's too many points. I wouldn't be able to bet the Patriots, but there's no way I can bet the Dolphins minus nine and a half this week when we have, um, what, I think we have KC next week. We have some big game next week. It's not Philly because we just had in that. In Germany. One, yeah, we play KC in Germany in next week. Yeah, so. Uh, 60, 65% of the bets, 54% of the money is on New England so far. Not that big of a disparity, but yeah, I, I, this is a, there's going to be so many people on the <laughs> I think I would not be surprised. Um, all right, two more games. Yeah, Minnesota minus one and a half at the Green Bay Packers. Another divisional game. Let me get the over under on this game while we're waiting. Nick, uh, you got what are your thoughts on this? Is a tough, tough, tough game. The the Vikings coming off. Excuse me. One of their absolute highs of the season, beating the 49ers in primetime. Nobody knew Kirk Cousins could win in primetime. And the Packers, they lost to the maybe the worst team in the history of football. They lost to the Broncos, and they couldn't even score the ball. I mean, they scored like 16 points, no points in the first half. How do you lose to the Broncos? So it's like that tale of one team ascending and the other team Going to the gutter, I mean, it is a tough game. I've got the over-under here. Uh, it is at 42. Give me your thoughts on this game, Nick. Yeah, so that, that total is pretty low. Um, the Packers, like you said, they're they're just really just not a very good team. I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah, My expectation not. for them the rest of the season is not high. I thought the Vikings were going to be shit. Their, their defense is shit. But Kirk Cousins, year after every year, Kirk Cousins every is putting up. Year. He's putting up over 2,000 yards. Somehow, some way, he's in the co- – I mean, he's not in the conversation, but he's putting up the yardages, and he's actually a good player. I think he's a good – hey, I'm going to say it. I think, I think Kirk Cousins is a good quarterback. Um, I agree. And on the other side of the football, Addison's Jordan Love. Decent. Oh, I love Jordan Addison now. He's, he's a folk hero around my house. But the yep, I'll there. tell you this. Jordan Love – looks when i look at him throw the ball and i look at him in the pocket i feel like he looks incredible and then he, he throws the ball and i don't know where the fuck it's gonna go 
<laughs> I mean, the guy looks like Aaron Rodgers. He he's got that swag, and maybe he's just mimicking Rodgers. But I, I I like look at him and I'm like, oh my god, this guy's so good. And then he throws it and he misses the guy by a mile, and he can't score on the Broncos. And especially after Week One, where they diced up the Bears, and it looked like, oh my god. Green Bay's got another quarterback. Are you kidding me? But yeah. he has looked like shit the rest of the year. I don't have any faith in him, but God only knows how this is just a classic spot where the Packers will somehow win this game and Cousins will throw a stupid pick in the fourth quarter. That's what it feels like to me if I was going to lean one way. On the other side, money has flooded in on the Packers as well early. It's a They're big number I saw. Them. They're plus one and a half. A lot of people are on them. Um, I don't know. If I was leaning away, I'd probably close my eyes and take the Packers, but this is a tough game as well. I would just tease the I would just tease the Packers. I couldn't take the I couldn't take eh, could I take the Vikings? That's close. You could tease I mean, you never like to tease through the yeah, you wouldn't tease through the zero, but nah, you know, nah, if nah. this game if this game was a pick 'em, I'd I would tease both sides and probably win. You know, it's gonna be a it's uh, gonna be a tight game. It's gonna be a probably. tight game. So that's that's gonna be a good one. I mean, we've got a really good week of football, and then let's round out our marquee matchups before we get to the best part of the show, the prop god and the pod picks. Last hey, matchup hey. we've got the Cleveland Browns. Deshaun Watson is a bum. He is an absolute bum. He may be out of the NFL by the end of this year. I will say it. He may be done in the league. He may be he absolutely may cooked. They he are may not getting... play again. I'm not going to lie. He may not play again. P.J. Walker will probably be the quarterback. It's moved up to plus four at Seattle. And uh, Browns are four and two. Seattle, what are they, three and two? No, they got to be. That's. Uh, I think they're right. I think you're right. Let me check. I think you're right. I think you've got a wrong stat here. Nick, screw me up. No, you're right. Browns are four and two. Seahawks are three and two. Both solid teams. I mean, imagine if uh, I was I was joking about this the other day, but imagine if Cleveland like took that 250 mil, put it somewhere else, and just kept Baker Mayfield. They'd probably be in a they'd probably be a better team right now. To be to be completely honest, and the Seahawks, Geno's finally playing better. DK Metcalf will come back. Jackson Smith and Jigba finally looking good. This is this game. I'll tell you. I'll give you my my thoughts on this game. It was almost a pod pick for me. I looked at this line and off the top of my head, I'm like, this has got to be a pick 'em. I almost think the Browns are going to win the game. And then I saw it, and it's minus four Seattle. So it is not a pod pick of mine. But I heavily lean towards the Browns, which means I would bet Seattle. Okay. Yeah. So Seattle. I think they opened minus two and a half. The so everybody I think has flooded Seattle at this point. They're all betting Seattle. I don't get it. I don't get well, it. I mean, Cle- Cleveland, you know, besides last week's had the best defense in the league. I mean, it just doesn't make sense to me. Maybe that you know, the home field advantage has been cut down, like we've talked about over the years. They're not giving as many points for it, but Seattle right. is one of those places where you travel that crowd, that stadium, they may give Seattle a little bit extra than they would a lot of other teams. So um, one of the things that I thought was interesting with this game is DK Metcalf last week missed his first career ever game. He's never yep. missed a game before. That is ridiculous with how violent of a sport that is. Um, on the yep. game, I've got nothing I, except for maybe that they may never give out a guaranteed contract again with what happened with Deshaun Watson with that shoulder. Like he just ruined it for anybody moving forward. With a guy with a guaranteed he's a, contract. He's a joker. All right. That wraps up marquee matchups. Looking forward to a big week eight. Bring him in, Nick. Bring him in. Two and oh, two and oh, two and oh, two and oh. Terry McLaurin didn't catch a pass for a half. Were we ever worried? Never worried. We knew he was going to hit <laughs> a little bit. Never under 70 yards against the Giants. He was like, I don't know what he ended up with, but it was like six or five for 100 or 90. I mean, he didn't, like I said, didn't catch a pass for a half, prop God. And uh, he covered with ease. How you feeling, brother? I'm feeling great. Like you said, 2-0. and oh. that's, that's all that matters. And, yeah. And, What's your and, record on the yeah. season? What are you, eight and four? Something like that? We're eight and four. I mean, where are you going to find better numbers than that? Let's, you go. Know? Let's go. Yeah. No, it, it's a real team effort here. 
we were absolutely sweating in the third quarter when Terry McLaurin. All right, we were. We had, were sweating. Not about, I was lying. We were sweating. <laughs> and, and all of a sudden, it's it's raining catches for Terry McLaurin. He catches one down the sideline. He gets absolutely lit the fuck up and holds uh, on. Oh, yeah. And yep. at that point, Bean and I both know, like, oh, we're good. This is a lock. He, you're 100% right because Terry is one of those guys that when you hit him, he fucking wakes up, you know, kind of like Joe Burrow or like Anquan Bolden used to be. Like, you hit this guy, he just – his eyes light up and he becomes unguardable. And he went on a streak and in no time covered everything we needed. Let's go. Scary Terry coming through. So you're 8-4. and four. You're the hottest prop better in the entire universe. What do you have for us this week? All right. So the last couple weeks, we've stayed away from the infamous kicking props. And and it's regrettably so. No, it's uh, it's proven to be a great decision. There's been misses left and right. Jake Moody seems like he's playing in high school or something he's terrible ever since you stopped putting faith in him he's been terrible we yeah we've seen something in the numbers to to stay away we've got our checklist but this week we're we're back with the kicking props so i've actually got three props this week and they're all going to be over one and a half field goal props Okay. So, I just got a tingle down my body. Yes, I am yes. tingling and inside. This is exciting. Yeah, let's do it. And and we always talk about our checklist, okay? Do we have good weather? Do we have a good kicker who has been accurate lately? If you missed a couple last game, we're staying away. You know, so yep. we need – a good offense that moves the the ball down the field. And we want a team that we don't think is, is going to have to be going for it on fourth down or doesn't go for it uh, on fourth and seven, just to go for it. So man, this, this first one's going to be a little controversial with you guys um, because I know you guys both, it, it seemed like you liked Cleveland at Seattle this week. I'm I'm actually big on Seattle. I, I took it at the, the minus two and a half and minus three mm-hmm. right when it came out. And I like because, those. Guys. Yeah, yeah. And I love teasing it. I know you don't like to tease through zero. Um, I do. If I see a game at like minus three, I'll tease it six and a half to to plus three and a half. If I see a a team that's minus three and a half, I'll tease it seven to plus three and a half. So I I will tease through zero. Um, But why I hate the Browns so much is because we've had two weeks in a row now against the Colts last week and two weeks ago against the Niners where they should have lost both games and – the other teams got absolutely hosed by the refs. So this week against the Colts, it was so bad that the league had to come out and basically say, hey, we fucked up this game. Um, That was gross. Yeah, but anyways, I like the Seahawks, which is why I like Jason Myers over one and a half field goals. Okay. He's attempted. I'm a Myers fan. I'm a Myers fan. Yeah. He's attempted two or more field goals in his last eight games. The weather is beautiful. And he's made 10 of his last 11 kicks. All right. Jason Myers over one and a half field goals. That's that's the first one. Uh, People already love that one. We can see the chat going off. What's the I next see one? You, EJ. I got to get on your basketball prop tonight. Um, the second one, a- another familiar face here, Harrison Bucker over one and a half field goals. The Chiefs play the Broncos. 
And Harrison Bucker is 15 for 15 on the year. He hasn't missed. And against the Broncos, he has hit the over on this prop in eight out of the last nine times they've played. With, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, with, mm-hmm. with division games, we always love going back and looking at the history here. And again, he's hit it eight out of his last nine times against the, the Broncos. Harrison Bucker over one and a half field goals. That's that's the second one. Uh, eight out right. of nine. That's food. Yeah, that's yeah. Love that. And third you can kick one. it like 80 yards in Denver because of the, the air. So that's even sure. added on. That's yep, true. definitely, definitely. He loves it there. Uh, prop number three. Going back to our boy who's been on arrest last week, our solid rookie kicker who will never Aubrey. shit the bed, Aubrey. Brandon Aubrey. Aubrey. Let's go. The legend. Oh, the greatest Justin Tucker 2.0. We we ran into uh, Bean's buddy at the bar on Saturday night who's a listener of the podcast. And he was like, dude, this Aubrey guy, man, like this guy could kick like this. He's Grant Aubrey is becoming a legend. All right. So Brandon Aubrey over one and a half field goals. He is 16 for 16 on the year. He's at home. We haven't lost with him yet this year. Uh that's it's McCarthy, an easy one. McCarthy never goes for it, and the Rams have that perfect defense to let them gain some yards and then stop them in the red zone. I love it. Yeah, the the Rams actually give up the fourth most points uh, to kickers in fantasy, so they give up a lot of field goals too. Brandon Aubrey uh, is is the third prop pick of the week. All right, well. You got to do better than last week. So instead of two and zero, you got to go three and zero this week. Love to hear the people talking about Aubrey in the streets. Uh, That makes me extremely happy. Uh, If you don't have anything else, we appreciate you, and we will see you when you are eleven four on the season. Let's go. Love you guys. See you next week. All right, peace, brother. Peace. Peace. All right, Nick. All right, the prop god. You know, maybe the best gambler ever, but we have to keep doing what we're doing. And every week we are giving out winners. One of us is. And if you combine our records every week on the season, I don't think we've ever lost. So this is incredible. <laughs> um, I am coming off a 3-0 and week, okay? And yeah. I have three plays this week, okay? Game I have three us. plays this week. And you may uh, – last week, you know, nobody liked them, but everyone bet them because they're not stupid and they all won. So I'm going to start from the last game of the week. And this game is gross. This game is disgusting, but we're going, we're taking a team that sucks and we're going against a really good team. Okay. Okay. And uh, I'm going to take the Las Vegas Raiders, Las Vegas Raiders. They are getting eight points on Monday night in Detroit (laughs) right now. 97% 97% of the money and 96% of the bets are on Detroit. Everyone oh will be teasing Detroit from eight to two and a half or two. Everyone will be betting this game. They'll have lost money from the weekend and they will be chasing. And what's going to happen is the Raiders are going to keep it close. That's what they're going to do. They're probably going to lose, but they're going to keep it close. I can't deny it. The eight, give me the Raiders plus eight. Let's keep it going. What do you got, Nick? Okay. Yeah. Um, I like that pick. I probably would. I'm, they're going to end up in a teaser. The other, the other side, they're going to end up in a teaser. All right. So That's my first pick, my first pick is Houston Texans. Horrible game. Horrible game to watch. We're going to fucking cross our fingers. Houston Texans, Carolina Panthers over forty three and a half. We've got Stroud who's looked I decent. I like that. We've got Stroud who's looked decent. We've got. Um, Bryce Young's coming on. Yeah, Bryce Young's coming on. Um, the Carolina Panthers, Adam Thielen, he can, he's just witty in finding his little areas to get open. Um, they, I think they've shifted up the offense a little bit, and we'll see how they roll it out this week. 
But yeah, give me Carolina Panthers, Houston Texans over 43 and a half. So I guess yeah, I expect it to be an average scoring league game at about 44. Got it. I like it. So I'm going to paint you a picture. This team looked like the best team in the NFL last week. Lamar Jackson's okay. unstoppable. Okay. The Ravens defense just shit down the Lions throat. I mean, this team is on top of the world. Yeah. They're going to oh, Arizona. God, you're not swinging okay. against that. Arizona is awful, right, Nick? Are they good? They are not fucking good at all. They're terrible. They're absolutely terrible. They're waiting for Kyler to get back. They're hurt all over the field. This is my lock of the week. I am taking the Arizona Cardinals plus nine and a half. Okay? Mm. Lock of the week. Ten-point tees, seven-point tees for the Ravens. Everyone will be doing it. All the money, at least the majority of it, starting to come in on the Ravens. Nine and a half. We know Arizona plays better than you think they are. They always they hang around. They always do. All right. And I'm telling you but being that they've scored, I think, um, I think it's like four. They're averaging four point some points in the second half. Something crazy. Doesn't matter. They're going to cover. Okay? okay. And also, bonus play, not a pod pick, but bonus play yeah. Hollywood Brown anytime touchdown score. Revenge game against the Ravens. My best bet of the week is the Arizona Cardinals plus nine and a half. What do you got, Nick? I have got another over-under. I was talking about that Rams-Dallas game. Um, Stafford plays horribly this year under pressure. We'll see if that changes, if the, if the sample size is too small or whatever. Um, their offensive line was banged up for a lot part of this year. Um, their defensive line is great. Dallas has struggled at times. They've been playing a lot of close games. I think this game will also be close. And I bet the under 45 and a half. I don't, okay. I don't expect to see a lot of explosive plays. Um, yeah, we've got the good combination of receivers with the Rams. Uh, but I think they're going to have him under so much pressure that he's not going to really be able to get the ball off. Maybe we see Puka with another 100-plus yard game. Uh, maybe we see Cup with 70-something yards. Maybe one of those guys scores. But I don't think it's enough to win the ball game. And I don't think it's enough to – I don't think so. So maybe, oh, sorry. Yeah, the Rams, I don't believe the Rams win the game. I believe Dallas wins a close one, and I do believe that it goes under the total of 45 and a half. Got it. Tone, he's saying he's trying to tell his home that Philly isn't going back to the Super Bowl. Thoughts? I think, uh, I think, I don't know. This is a tough one. Well, it's funny because my, my, when I gave out preseason bets for Super Bowl on the pod, I gave out Philly at uh, plus 880, and I gave out the Ravens at 20 to 1. So that would tell you I think they are going. But the Niners are a juggernaut, and uh, Sam Darnold's making his debut, I think, this week. So let's see what happens there. there I wouldn't be so confident. To, I wouldn't be, Hold on. I wouldn't be so confident to tell, tell your friend they're not going back to the Super Bowl. But my third bet this week, and it was just a thought that came in my head when we were talking about the game. Yeah, Everyone sure. will be teasing. Everyone's teasing the Eagles. Everyone will probably be on the Eagles. I don't know. That might be closer. But Washington's going to bounce back, okay? Washington looks like looked like shit this last week. They always play the Eagles well. I'm taking the touchdown. Washington plus seven. We're going dogs again this week. I think we lost Nick. Hopefully, hopefully we didn't. Hopefully he'll come back soon, okay? Yeah. But Nick's back, all right? I hit so back. I, hit back. <laughs> I hit the two fingers. We swipe. are taking the dogs again. I've got... Arizona plus nine and a half, the Raiders plus eight, and Washington football team commanders Redskins plus seven. Those are my three bets of the week. All right. So my three bets, I've got Texans, Carolina over 43 and a half. I've got Rams, Dallas under 45 and a half. And the one I'm about to tell you about is a teaser with two of the hottest teams Uh in the league. They've barely lost. And it's a little scary and a little sketchy that they've barely lost. When is it going to come to a head? I don't think it's this week. So tease me down. I've got Kansas City Chiefs from minus seven all the way down to minus one. And I've got Philly down from minus seven all the way down to minus one. I think they both the do Chiefs have lost. Games. They do. They have lost the Chiefs. They both lost. They both lost. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Correct. Um, yeah. Lost. So now, now you can make my Washington bet another best bet of the week, knowing that you have that teaser because that is a too good to be true teaser. We know about that. that right. it, teaser, it, is, it is a too good. It feels too good that, to be true. I might erase it from way, the docket. That's I bet such it. A too I bet good, it already. 
you got to keep it, but that is a way too good to be true teaser. It is so so good to be true. So chalky. (laughs) I'm keeping it though. Fuck it. Keep it, keep it, keep it. All right, let's get to Fantasy Corner. I know you got questions for the Dean this week, and then we'll hit FanDuel, which I am sick. I am six and one in FanDuel. It's an absolute embarrassment for you, but it's not shocking because I'm running the fantasy world right now and I'm on fire. So, and I even gave you, you, you put in DK Metcalf and Isaiah McKenzie last week, and I switched you out Lockett and Josh Downs, who had 20 points. Yeah. I'm going to have to share this screen and then take it down real quick. Let's see real quick here. There you go, my boom. Oh, we're not breaking news. Jalen Ramsey's set to make his debut on Sunday. That's exciting. Just came through. That is dope. That is dope. That makes a difference. So that minus nine and a half actually may be a lock. So are we going to read the fan duels now? What are we we moving to now after we read our bets? Uh, Let's hit questions for the Dean. If you have questions for the Dean, are the Jags a contender, EJ? You know what? That's a funny question, and I didn't put this as a pod pick, but it was going to be one, but I love the Jags this week. I think the Steelers are are riding high, and I think people are down on the Jags a little because of the Trevor Lawrence injury, and I think that line is a weird one where you think it should be a pick but somehow the, the Jags are laying two and a half or three. I think the Jags are a contender, to be honest. Give me questions for the Dean, Nick. Yeah, so I airdropped – this photo to me but i can't seem to find it so i'm going to read it off to you so i've got a trade proposition here remember the beginning of the year i have a lot of saquon barkley i have him on damn near every team so in the tattoo league i got an offer for a trade he says he's willing to give up two to three players for saquon barkley and uh it depending on which players they are so i'm going to read you out some of the players that he has on his team so starting, he has – well, he's not going to trade me two or three players with Derrick Henry, but yeah. so Yeah, don't read Derrick. me the guys he's not going to trade. Yeah. Okay, so he's got Damian Pierce. He's got C.D. Lamb, no. Amari Cooper, Thielen, McLaurin, um, Godwin, Goddard. Um, outside of Derrick Henry, I don't you think need, I like So C.D. Lamb – People are down on CeeDee Lamb right now. He hasn't had a good year so far. So if you could get like Lamb and a decent running back, I don't know if he has other running backs, but I would do something like that. Pierce, though, is not enough. Not enough. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not feeling the Damian Pierce, but I don't think he's going to give me. Who are your running backs? Do you have other running backs? Yeah, so I've got Saquon. I've got Josh Jacobs. I've got Javante Williams. Um that's about it for right. Yeah, you, you have to get a solid back in return. So I'd probably lay off and hold on to Saquon there. But if I was trying to, I'd, I'd be trying to get – I mean, if he wants to give up uh, Henry plus a receiver, that's not bad. Henry's a weird one right now because there are a lot of murmurs that he's going to be traded, and the Ravens are looking like the top suitor if he gets traded. So if that Henry goes be- to – if he goes to the Ravens, he's going to be a monster. He'll be an, I mean, he already is a monster, and you know how he gets when it's cold out and you can't tackle him. If him and Lamar, like, you don't know if Lamar is going to hold it or he's going to run it, like, he'll be unstoppable. So, you yeah, know, if you could try to be. get, uh, yeah. Um, because their offense is already looking like they might turn the hell up. The Ravens, um, that 20 to 1 Super Bowl bet is going to definitely get a lot shorter here in the next couple of weeks, I believe. Yeah, it's probably already shorter. Um, let's see what Tone says. I hear you about the Eagles prediction. I'm not 100%, but I don't know, man. I wouldn't bet on it. Yeah, I feel you. It was a preseason bet, and that the Eagles bet I really took was just because I thought I was never going to be able to get a better number on it, which has proved to be right so far because they're like 6-1 uh, to one or 590 plus 590 right now, and we got them at almost 9-1. to one. But I feel you. It's tough to go back to the Super Bowl two years in a row, and if the Niners can get just decent quarterback play, I think they're probably the favorites for the NFC. Um, but all right, is that is that all you got for questions of the dean? You slacker. I got another question. This one sounds funny. That's why I want to ask it. Um, in one of these all games, right, I have the over. It. In one of these games, I have the over, and in one of the games, I have the under. All right, Adam Thielen or C.D. Lamb for the week? Yeah. Full PPR or half? We usually do half. I think. Half C.D. Lamb, if it's full, I think you'd have to ride Thielen again. But um, I'll take C.D. Lamb in half. Yeah, so I thought that was just an interesting question because 
preseason that's something someone I know. Would laugh at. everyone was so Thielen's been incredible so I I wouldn't blame if if you've been playing Thielen I yeah, try right, to play I, both I, those right. guys. yeah, okay. yeah. I try to play both those guys to be honest but yeah Thielen's yes. tough to sit if you've been riding him 100 percent all yeah, right. In most cases, am, you're going to have enough slots to play both Thielen and CD Lamb. Both so those guys. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. But some teams, if they're really loaded, ten team league, you might have that decision, and right. uh, that's a tough one. I wouldn't blame you. Thielen, obviously, his floor right now is like incredible. Um, yeah, Tone, you're 100 percent spot on here. Appreciate you liking the podcast, and uh, thank you for the good luck. Yeah, it's tough to go back back to back to the Super Bowl. It rarely happens. Uh, unless you're talking Brady teams, but it, it is very tough. All right, let's let's wrap it up because the game has started. Fanduel, yeah. I'm six and one. Nick, I almost want to throw it so that you win a game, but I'm not going to. I God went I went with the cheapest starting quarterback you can get this week, and uh, I've got Bryce Young at quarterback. Okay, I think he I like actually, the over. I think he, I think he actually has a good game. I really wanted to bet Carolina. But Houston's burned me every time I wanted. Uh, I bet against them, so I couldn't. So I got Bryce Young at quarterback. I'm going to read the whole team. I've got Christian McCaffrey, the most expensive running back. Isaiah Pacheco, who's just been a monster. A.J. Brown going back to the well. I've got Josh Downs, who's been hot. I've got Tank Dell in that game. You like the over. This tight end was just so cheap. I know he hasn't been great, but I'll take Jake Ferguson for Dallas. Rashi Rice in the flex and the Giants defense. Okay, so um... – yeah, there's some there was a player that I had a comment on, but I don't I don't remember now. Um, but yeah, so I had Lamar Jackson at quarterback, Isaiah Pacheco at running back, Alexander Madison, Christian Watson, Jordan Addison, Zay Flowers, and Mark Andrews stacked with Lamar. Ooh, triple stack, I like it. And then I took uh, Dalton Schultz, who's just been a target for that team, and the New Orleans he has Saints been. Yep. defense. All right, I uh, like it. Who were who your players again? Because there was someone that I had some comment on. Uh, it was Bryce Young, McCaffrey, Pacheco, uh, A.J. Brown, Downs, Tank Dell. Right, you so you're it. like, oh, McCaffrey, the highest uh, running running back. He's yeah. the, the most expensive player in the game right now for FanDuel. As he should be. Um, yeah. And I think he just absolutely crushes San Fran. He looked he looked solid last week, and he'll be Monster. perfectly 100% this week. So I like Monster. that. And uh, we're looking to stay hot, boys. We appreciate everyone who hopped on um, the the YouTube. I will we'll have this up, as always, on uh, by tomorrow morning. And uh, you got anything else, Nick, or are we out? No, that is it. We are out. Peace. Peace.